Welcome to Fear and Hope with me, your host, Nick Bloy. Today I'm delighted to be joined by my wife, Nicole Borg, who is also the head of learning and development at a law firm in London. I thought it'd be really interesting to get her input into life under lockdown, but also specifically around you know, our relationship and how we're making that work in these close quarters at a time when household dynamics are proving pretty challenging for a lot of people, including us at times. So welcome, Nicole, to another episode of this podcast, which I'm actually quite excited to have you on. Thank you. I'm very excited to be on it. This is my first podcast. Wow. So I think the, the, the key reason for us joining forces today was really to talk about something which I know many people are, are struggling with, even those who do have pretty, pretty solid foundations for their relationships. And I think one thing, you know, having spoken to friends and family, especially those with kids, and, you know, we can only really talk for our own experience in, in this, but I think there's lots of things we can do to really try and help each other through the these challenging times. And I think relationships are the thing that are going to make or, or break the next few months of lockdown. What do you think? Absolutely. I think that it's obviously a a new way of living together, even for you and me. Um, you've been working from home for a lot longer, obviously, than I have. But when all of a sudden I came in and had to start working full time in the apartment, I know you found it a little bit more challenging than me. I was quite excited with the novelty of being able to, you know, poke my head in where you were sitting working all the time and saying hello. That's something I think frustrated you much more than did me. Well, I think one thing I quickly noticed was that I'd clearly got into some very distinct routines, which then you... Completely you're, you're, uprooted. Well, not completely, but certainly your presence w- was felt, shall we say. <laughs> but in a, in a positive way, and it just took a little bit of time for me to readjust and to realise that the new normal wasn't just about, you know, how how we're working together, but also how... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I think it was really interesting as a, as a, as an exercise to to see how actually I'd been really set in my ways, I guess, and then having an outside force come in and and mix things up. Uh, well, I think that a lot of couples probably feel that way, and we, even though I know that that's how we met, we worked together before, but we haven't worked together for a very very long time. We've worked in close proximity to each other for a very very long time. And I think that this time of working from home has been for many an opportunity to get to know each other in a very different way, to see your professional self, perhaps while still in PJs, but <laughs> but but you have to you have to get to know each other a little bit all over again in a certain way and to find a way to mix the professional with the personal without getting completely in each other's way. Yeah, but all the time, I think, also making sure that you are creating some some boundaries around work and, and personal so that you, you are there for each other and not just kind of blurring all the boundaries. It gets a little bit too confusing sometimes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you've set very clear boundaries to how many times I can poke my head in and I say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually locked Nicole in, in a separate room where she can't escape for most of the... No, that's obviously not... That's not true. But she, oh. she's... Yeah. No, but we're lucky. because Not lucky, sorry, that's the wrong words to say here. But we are in a position where, since we don't have children yet, we don't have that extra, I think, 
what would you call it extra responsibility to think about so for you and me we're it's a bit of a walk in the park literally because we don't have that added yeah i think it's a challenge i think it's a burden for for, for many but i guess i think we need to also be careful of the terminology that we're using which has a has a tendency to really kind of either amplify the good or or amplify the and amplify the stuff that we're struggling with as well so yes good to be cautious of the words we're using (laughs) (laughs) trying to (laughs) so i mean one of the reasons to have you here obviously other than to just share the 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 anecdotes and stuff that we've been experiencing over the last few weeks is to to really think about you know what what have i guess we learned not just over the over the, the period of the lockdown but previously which you think has held us in better stead or at least seems to be keeping us in fairly good stead, despite everything else that's going on outside. Well, I think it's been very interesting. I mean, from a personal point of view, I think you get to know yourself in a different way as well, because it may not be we, again, we're in a very fortunate position. We have a lovely apartment that we can enjoy more of, which is very nice, but it's a different challenge in another way that you are faced with being more confined in a small space. Uh, So you're for me, I feel like I've gotten to know myself in a little bit more of a pressurized situation, which is interesting and has been challenging. But then again, it's the same we getting to know each other in how we react in a challenging situation. Yeah, and I think one of the things that's been interesting, because I mean, we obviously listen to a, a lot of, of different kind of influencers. So kind of Brené Brown is a big one for us. We uh, love Brené Brown. Yeah. And she has this brilliant, Brene has this brilliant rule of kind of, you know, 50-50. So you're almost checking in with each other and saying, you know, how are you doing today? And then realizing, okay, well, actually, someone's doing much better than the other person. Then how can they help in terms of maybe take some of the pressure off so that the other person has a bit of time to recover and recharge? And we've, we've, I think we've touched on that a few times over the, probably the last week. We don't use, haven't used it too much in the past, but I think actually having that insight is quite helpful. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I think for certain days when I've been feeling, there was one, one day when we were out walking when I was feeling really low and it was the f- the first day when we'd been told that, was it the borders were closing or that we couldn't? It was the first day that I really felt that if something happened to my family back home in Sweden that I couldn't get to them. Mm. And that was really tough. And speaking of, of the thought or the, the Brené Brown thought about one person feeling stronger one day and the and being able to support the other person in a in a better way. So I think it will always I've lost my train of thought. Well no, I think I think you're right. It's it's gonna fluctuate, right? What sometimes one person is gonna be yeah. strong stronger in a better headspace versus the other. And I think, you know, the the larger the family unit, the harder that's gonna be. Because you're gonna have, you know, one or two people who are feeling good versus two or three that aren't. And so I guess the smaller the unit, the slightly easier it is to to, to manage that. But I guess just to be mindful of the fact that we're all going to be going through our own peaks and troughs across the next few months and to just, I guess, try and reach out and be kind to one another and give each other a bit of space when, when you need and also the support that you need when, you, when you're going through this stuff. But I think, I guess, just turning to the stuff, certainly the routines and the rituals that we've put in place, which I think we both acknowledge to be really, really helpful. Can you, do you want to kind of talk me through what you found? helpful well i think one of the one things that i've found incredibly helpful for us is the morning walks that we go for 
every day um, and we go for about an hour and a half to two hours which has been absolutely a lifesaver I think because number one we get out first thing in the morning we wake up really early anyway we're very routine bound people <laughs> so we wake up around 6 a.m and um, pretty much head out straight away yeah so not only is it calm and quiet outside so we have a lot of space and we don't see that many people which is which is at these times is, is quite good I guess uh, so that for me that routine that we got into to do that every single day not only it being of course good for health reasons and getting fresh air and getting that exercise in but it gives us a time and space to check into with each other I think and and um, and chat and talk and obviously because I'm a chatterbox anyway <laughs> well, I so do not you. know what you mean <laughs> um, no but it's great because it sets us up for the day we we talk through what we're going to do that day what we want to achieve what we want to focus on for the day and also we it gives us a chance to say okay I have calls at these times during the day so you're gonna have to butt out <laughs> or at least be quiet uh, during these times not come and poke me in the side but, yeah. exactly uh, so yeah, for me, that routine, number one, has been brilliant. And I also really liked the idea, I think especially over the Easter weekend when we had those extra days of bank holiday and things, so where we weren't at work, and you're like, oh, let's do something a bit different, because we were supposed to be down in Cornwall visiting my parents, which we do pretty much every Easter, we have been doing for, for the number of years now. And you were like, well, I want to try and mark Easter somehow. I mean, I know we can't be with your your parents and you know enjoy the clotted cream and cream teas and things, but what can we do to that? And you suggested, you know, why don't we each take it in turns to cook a really kind of quite momentous dinner for one another and celebrate in that way? So, I mean, I really appreciated that, and I think it was a really good way for us to to, to connect, but also put the effort in. I don't know, you know, what what prompted that? Well, I think it was one of the things that have come out of this is that creativity starts flowing because we're so constricted in so many things that we can do right now but what's not constricting us is that we can use our imagination as much as we want to within within the boundaries that we're now mm. living in and to me creativity and making things fun for each other and making things enjoyable rather than miserably staring into a wall and, and thinking depressing thoughts uh, much better to think well how can we make the the most out of this and what would what would we both enjoy and I think something that I've found um, or re- found a new kind of interest in is is cooking because I, I just haven't really enjoyed it for quite some time or I haven't had the time to really enjoy it so that was really fun for me and I I as you now know I'm <laughs> baking like a crazy person <laughs> yeah um, I'm not sure uh we're gonna might need to buy some new clothes when this is all over but... <laughs> yes packing on the pounds but see that's also why the walking is good because it allows us to eat you know, our body weight in croissants. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, we, we're choosing it as an essential walk in the mornings, right? Because we're actually going to the, this bakery, this beautiful bakery in Blackheath. It's where, Gales, by the way, people. Yeah. Lovely place. For those of you who are in London listening to this. And yeah, it's that uh, they they put a notice on one of the other bakeries within Blackheath as well. They were like, oh, you can, they were, the police had come by to say that they could only sell essential goods. So if you wanted a coffee, you had to also buy something essential because coffee wasn't deemed essential. Uh, and so we, that started our croissant habit, uh, which well, unfortunately we haven't been able to shake since. <laughs> Let's not even try. I like it. No. Uh, and Gail's croissants are extraordinarily good. So uh, we, we've kind of, and actually part of the routine thing 
we've just agreed on today actually is that we won't do coffee or croissants during the week but we'll save that as a special treat for the weekends to really try and demarcate the weeks from the the weekends because I think one of the things I've been hearing a lot of and even we've noticed it a bit is that things just start blending into each other and so if there is some way of kind of creating some some quite clear uh, bound, not necessarily boundaries, but some quite clear kind of signals to say, hey, look, this is the end of the week and this is something cool that we do at the weekends. Um, but that, for me, that would be quite a good thing. Yeah, and on the weekdays, we've been really good at, actually, when we get in, we have our breakfast and then we get ready as we would for work. So uh, for me, that means obviously just, obviously showering, but... <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but, you know, trying to look a bit representable because nowadays as well anybody can zoom call you or skype call you or any other kind of call you with video so you have to look like you haven't just completely just got out of bed and hair on end so that's something that's really helped me actually to feel a bit more professional and a bit ready for my day yeah 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 yeah. and and likewise i think yeah getting out of pjs and and into some kind of usual clothes is, is quite helpful at this time so the last thing I want to talk about before I hop on to my, my, the three key things that we finish off with is to talk about, I think, thinking about relationships, thinking about being in these closed, confined quarters a lot of the time. You know, this is a real opportunity for people to, as we talked about at the beginning, to rediscover each other, to, to become, to rekindle that friendship, which, you know, our, all of our relationships are based on. And so, I mean, we read, uh, we've both read a book, in fact, uh, you... <laughs> So I mark my surprise on my birthday uh, last year when I opened my two presents. I got a lovely other presents as well. But the two first presents was two marriage counselling books. And the first one was called The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. An absolutely brilliant book, actually, that I would recommend to anyone in a relationship or outside of a relationship, actually, to read. It's by John Gottman and Nan Silver. But it, the surprising part was, of course, that... You know, first of all, I was thinking, oh my gosh, am I bad at marriage? And because then I got another book, so there were not just the one book, it was two books on marriage. And the other one, I don't have the author's names now, but it's called the Fighting for Your, fighting for your Marriage. And I just thought, oh dear Lord, there's something <laughs> terribly wrong here. But happily started reading The Seven Principles first, and then now you've read it. Yeah. And then you came up a very with a very good idea one day when we were out walking because I mean we've been walking so much now we it feels like we've walked around the earth soon but but um, one of the things that you suggested was that we take uh, one of the exercises because the the seven principles book is filled with fantastic exercises for couples to do to couples to do together and you suggested we take two of those exercises with us on the walk um, one of them being a very simplistic one or a simple one to remember as in tell each other three things about each other that you admire admire yeah and with concrete examples as well so not just oh i admire this about you but actually really getting into some of the detail of when you've had examples to showcase that's why you would buy them for it but it was interesting because i mean being in learning and development for a profession it was very very interesting because i think i had a bit of an aha moment which is surprised me quite a lot actually but is when we start to get into the detail of what it is that we appreciate with one another that I realized that it, okay it was fantastically flattering to hear <laughs> a few things that you you admire about me and it's really first of all it's very tough to listen to because you almost want to bat it away going oh no 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 I'm not that great 
uh, it was I found it really yeah difficult. no I think we were both trying to a little bit oh um, this is a bit cringeworthy yes absolutely <laughs> but when you started flipping it around in the sense that I started listening out for the things that you actually do like uh, and notice. that you appreciate yeah it taught me a lot about you rather than me and that was the interesting thing and I think for the first time <laughs> um I really understood when people say that feedback is a gift it yes it is a gift to you but it's a gift because you get to know the other person better so it's not just about it is actually you can completely forget about the angle that's about you you can start knowing the other person so much better and realizing what they really value yeah and, and you that really was a true gift for me yeah yeah and likewise in fairness because i mean we all have you know it I love this whole concept of, you know, we're we're the central character in our own little movie. And we then forget that everyone's got their own little movie going on for themselves and they see the world very differently to us. And so it is almost being able to step into their movie and see through their eyes what what their experience is like. And so, we, you know, on another walk just the other day, actually, we were walking through and I can't remember what what we were talking about, but you said, oh, um, I really like that. And I was like, oh, and I was about to say, oh, yeah, me too. I was like, wait a second, because the, the interesting thing here was me wanting to delve in to understand actually what what is it about that that she appreciates? Because we might well agree that we appreciate it, but we might be thinking about very different things when we when we say that. And so I just stopped and again got curious and just said, oh, actually, could you give me some examples of what it is that you specifically like about that? Hmm. And again, that's a really good way of... Well, you feel really seen when yeah, somebody asks you that and not just not just almost dismi- not dismissed but you know kind of just like oh yeah I get, well, exactly. I get it because sometimes we ask questions not to hear the answer but to give our own story or our own version of the answer yeah but no I really appreciated that as well that was really good but also going saying to not make us sound too goody two shoes because of course this has been tough for us as well and there can be small irritations and things, but one of the things, <laughs> I mean, anyway, um, we can go into that next That's time. a whole different podcast. Uh, no, but one of the, no, you made me lose, lose my train of thought again. You said it's not been easy. Well, not, well, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's had its moments when it's been, been, been a bit tough. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think talking and yeah, just pulling back and kindness and listening and kindness That's is, is crucial yeah. yes absolutely is that trying to see the the good in the other person rather than just being annoyed with the small things that don't really make they don't really matter at all and it's constantly i think this challenge in this period of time is that we all have to step up to the plate now and be better people because if we can't even do that to the people that we love the most then i think we're in trouble and it's Every single day will have its own challenges. But if we can just, from the base of that day, decide what we want that day to look like and and the atmosphere we want to create around us, because that is our very own choice that we make every single day, that you might wake up in a foul mood or have had a bad dream or watch too much news, who knows. But the decision to be be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be will, will make this easier. Definitely. And I, I feel that you and I have really tried to do that. Not always succeeding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've been good at covering each other as well. So I know mm. the other day I wasn't feeling 100% when I woke up and, you, you know, you took control of breakfast and things. And actually by the end of the walk and having had breakfast and stuff, I was, I was pretty much back to 90. But 
Yeah. I think it's just important to ha- to keep having those conversations. Communication is key. I think, you know, when you look at, if you read, if you do read the seven principles, there's like some, some pretty fundamental, or he calls them the four horsemen of the op- apocalypse around kind of contempt and stonewalling and stuff. And I think those things are going to spell some real dangers for people in relationships during these confined times. But people don't even know that they're doing it. And that's the, because the, the great thing about... <laughs> marriage counseling books which I had no idea about is the fact that you learned so much about communication and I thought that was absolutely brilliant I mean you know I I think we're doing this quite well but there's stuff we can always always do better and I think that's the brilliant thing of of trying to adapt a adopt a growth mindset uh, to mention Carol Dweck in this as well but just trying to be curious about the experience and trying to because, I mean, we'll never learn more about each other than we are doing now. And that doesn't just go for our close relationships, but that goes for colleagues as well in terms of how how we act and react to the people that we are in daily contact with. So, I mean, such a brilliant opportunity to learn. And I know my colleagues, if they ever hear this, are going to laugh at me because I've been saying this and I think they're getting tired of hearing it. But it is a brilliant opportunity to learn about each other, about the situation, about what it feels like to, to operate under pressure because this is pressure yeah especially when we're all again in in a very different situation and context to that which we're we're so used to um wow okay that's a lot to take in i'm just mindful of, of time as well so let's just finish off with i guess the the, the three key things that I, I always like to ask my, my guests when they do come on so the first of which is you know can you name one thing that you're fearful of right now I'm fearful of what I mentioned in the beginning. I'm fearful of not being able to get to my family if they need me. So that's one thing. Yeah, and that's tough. And I think one of my other guests was uh, Sean, actually, when I spoke to him, because his family's in South Africa. Um, similar similar types of things. But I guess the things that we are doing is making sure, I guess you are um, keeping in touch with them on a, on a really regular basis right now. Yes, and carving out a canoe. Should I have to canoe to them? <laughs> Let's hope that's watertight. Um, and then what about three things that you're hopeful for? I'm hopeful that we all will learn a lot from this situation and take away a lot of good things. I hope that we will... I'm hopeful that we will be more mindful of how we, for instance, in the future travel. And that very much goes for you and me. I know that because we travel like crazy people because we have family all over the place. But be more mindful of nature and, and the fact that we only have this this one place we call home and we all need to do everything and sacrifice actually to make sure that that our this home of ours um, is protected is protected so mm. yeah absolutely number three and the third thing i'm hopeful for is um goodness there's so many things i'm hoping for <laughs> <laughs> but that life will resume um soon and, and get back to normal for the entire planet because that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I think we can probably all all resonate with that one. Given, I think yeah, many of us are struggling to cope with it with this new idea of what normal looks like. But thankfully, it hopefully should only be temporary. Whether that's you know a few it's more. It's just frustrating to have your life being put on hold. Yeah, but as you talked about, there's still opportunities for growth within that. So, absolutely. Stay positive. No, right. And uh, so finally, just what's one thing that keeps you sane? Our morning walks. They're absolutely essential. I don't think I would have... uh, I might have killed you. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. But I think She's not kidding. (laughs) That is one thing that has absolutely helped me. So 
physical exercise movements yeah. and just fresh air and feeling free because it helps me feel free mm. yeah i think we've we've enjoyed that when we've done that and gone cycling as well haven't we which has been really cool yeah and can i just say one more thing you can so another thing uh is thank heavens for technology thanks have thanks heaven for the fact that we can see our family whenever we want to and friends and for the many relationships that have actually grown stronger because of this yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking of, you know, we were chatting to some friends in the US yesterday who we'd never, never, never in the past have we ever decided to video call, but we had a nice hour long chat yesterday with them, which was fantastic. It was. Because otherwise we never really get to see them every, what, two, two, three years. So, um, yeah, cool. Look, thank you so much. Thank you, Hobby, for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. And thank you for, for agreeing uh, to come on board. So, uh, look, hope you found that useful. And uh, yeah. Here's to the next one. Thank you for joining me on this latest episode of Fear and Hope. I look forward to seeing you next time.